0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Friday night edition of the Pajama Party, when he host Papa Didi, am your kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Happy Friday. Ooh, we back at it again.
1: <laughs> Yupper yep. How's cool. everybody doing? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good.
2: Wonderful, okay. darling, wonderful.
3: Okay.
1: Start.
2: Hey. What's good, Cattle?
3: Uh, nothing too much. I'm not too doing too bad. Mm-hmm. how about you guys? Doing all right over there? Yeah. It's Friday night, uh, you know, no holes barred and uh, you
1: know. Mm. Yeah. About to rip somebody a new one
0: tonight. Okay. So all right. <laughs> uh, okay.
2: What you gonna open with tonight, Papa Didi?
1: Uh oh. Well, I think the thing we should open up with is uh, um, let's talk about some fast food restaurants. You know, how fast is fast anymore? Because it didn't slow down to me, as far as I'm concerned. I, <laughs> I mean, and, and sometimes I don't even take the time just to just to bring the question into light a little deeper. I don't even sometimes. Taking time to go through the drive-in. Sometimes I just want to, you know, go with the common folk and go in the front door, you know. But I still find myself in there waiting for the person who came to the cash register to get ready to figure out what they want to do. And, and it's not just fast food restaurants. We can have your opinion on anything. Or Dunkin' Donuts or people giving you the wrong stuff when you walk out. And and also couple that with, do you have to check your bag now every time you leave everywhere? You know what I mean. So that's the question tonight. You know, is fast food really fast anymore? Whether drive through or going inside the dining area as they call it on their big ass signs in the bargain lot.
2: And can you trust what you get? And
1: when you get your bag, do you always have to check it? You know. And, and tell me about your experience if recently, if you had one, at a fast food joint that held you there for damn near 30, 40 minutes. And when I say fast food, I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about Panda Express, you know, all of them. Uh, what's that place called? Pita Bread or Panera Bread? Or?
2: Oh, Panera.
1: Yeah, all of them, you know. What are they doing? How are they treating you?
2: Well, I'll go first. I will say, in answer to the question, fast food is sometimes fast, but in most cases, not. I have gone through a couple of drive throughs Are you
1: on both sides of the fence? I am, because
2: Because I have experienced sometimes where it's so fast, it was kind of like, wow, let me double check, because y'all are moving too fast. I know it's got to be wrong, and they had it right. And then it's like, it's surprising, is what I'm saying. When it is fast, it's surprising. Because I'm expecting them to take forever. And then there are those times where you go through the drive through and it's supposed to be fast, and then they say, oh, it's going to be 15 minutes on that particular sandwich. Pull up and wait. Now you got to sit there like an idiot and wait yeah. and wait. And by this time, you've already paid your money. So even if you wanted to leave, now you're going to leave your money. So they got you held hostage. So my experience has been I've seen it where it was too fast to be believed, and then where it was so slow, I, I was tempted to just, you know, park the car, go in and say, hey, here's my order number. I've changed my mind. Y'all made me sit here long enough to reconsider. Did I really want this stuff? And no, I don't. <laughs> Give me my money. But, you know, they're banking on us not doing that. So that's, that's my experience.
3: Um. Well, I, I hate to say it, but it depends on location, location, location. Now, up here on this side, it's all but in Spanish. And I'm telling you, they rock and roll. When I say fast food, it's fast food. Very rarely, uh, maybe one time or twice, I had to wait. I had to pull up and maybe wait. Uh, they might have got my order wrong maybe maybe twice, but they're efficient. So I have to say, it just seems like when you go to a black establishment, sometimes it's just, you know, too much drama, too much for me. So you might have to pick and choose where you go. <laughs> so that might help well, uh, fast food become fast food again. So, you know, that's my take on it.
2: That's a good point. Maybe it's all about where you are and who's working. Because sometimes, you know, it really does come down to that. People got attitudes. I I don't want to call out my people, but y'all know who you are. You know, they act like we're getting on their nerves. Because we came in there and said, can I spend some money in here? They kind of look at you like... All right. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't mean to cause a problem. But anyway, what's your take Mm on it, Papa? Oh, go ahead, Kev.
3: No, I just think they just need to leave the attitudes at home. Sometimes they don't even want to be there, and then they put it on to the customer. So I'm quite sure everybody has experienced that. But um, sometimes I'll just walk out if I don't want to deal with it. But if I do, then I, if I'm hungry and I'm ready to eat, hey, I'll talk to a manager. Bump that. I ain't got time. So,
2: Okay. What you got to say, Papa Diddy?
1: Well, the question was not, the question tonight was, is fast food really fast? Okay. Y'all ready for this? Mm-hmm. Come on with it. And I ain't going to spend a lot of time on this. Now. Let's speak to it from a black man's point of view. Okay. Now, when I go for that drive through, whether it's Mickey D's, Wendy's, anybody, I don't know. I got everything from whether it's a racial situation, speakers fucked up, the time you wait, the immaturity and like you said, the fries aren't ready. Pull ahead in this spot for 10 minutes and wait for fries. Why? And Now, what else is being negotiated in my bag? Because, see, when, you, when you're when pulled over by the golden arches, you're pulled over by the golden arches. And that's all you think about is feeding that little bit of hunger that you have for that little bit of time frame. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not sitting down to a six-course damn meal. You ain't trying to get the whole enchilada, the, you know, the, the entree, and the, the whatever, al dente, and the whatever, whatever, and cuckoos, or, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You ain't trying to get none of that. You got about seven, eight dollars you're trying to spend real quick on a nice meal. But it just seems like lately, it's been going belly up and flat, and boy, you better check your bag before you pull off. And some of these tired-ass heifers can't even give me a straw. To go with my drink, you gave me a big-ass fountain drink. You put a fat-ass cap on it that's got the perforated lines on four different sides. A hole in the middle that says, stick a fucking straw in me. That's what the lid is yelling at you. Stick a straw in me. I don't have a straw in my bag. So am I supposed to open up that big-ass cup that you put on my fountain soda? Okay? That 40-ounce drink. 40-ounce drink. (laughs) And my fountain soda and the napkins. Oh, yeah. One, two napkins, and I got all this food I'm ready to eat. I mean, it's getting ridiculous. I don't know what's the service to people, and i have gone inside the restaurant, outside the restaurant, trying to be nice, and I'm going to places where, like now, like you were saying, Kettle, I beg to differ a little bit on the Spanish jokers because they treat me like shit. They look at me. I've had them snatch my money. I've had Spanish women looking at me like, arr, arr, grab my money, throw the money back in my hand, like, I'm like, what the hell did I do? I mean, I have not done anything, and I've become the victim of just, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a man thing, a black man thing, an attitude thing, a whatever thing, and I'm just sitting in the car straight up defenseless, defenseless, and I swear. And I can cook, and chances are I got food at home that I can cook. And I'm like, damn! I'm about to throw you twelve. And then when you order something, twelve dollars and forty four cents, please.
2: Yeah, that stuff is not cheap.
1: Not at all. Eleven dollars and twenty two cents, please. You know. Anyway, I'm gonna leave that alone. But that's my take on it. <laughs> anyway.
2: Yeah, I, I will say that I do have an issue with the lack of napkins. You know. Well. You know who else is is really does that is subway if you get a sandwich you can get a big old 12 inch sandwich at subway and darn if they don't give you just those two napkins those two little thin one ply napkins like that's enough after i told you to put this on it and that and pile all this stuff and then you're gonna give me those two little napkins and they don't put them out where you can get them you gotta ask them can i have another few napkins please I'm like, what is with y'all in this, you know, rationing out the napkin thing? Anyway, yeah. all right, I'm off of it. Okay. But uh, or
3: what one last note, um, you talk about napkins. Uh, what about the um, ketchup? You have one mm. small bag of fries, and they're giving you 10 packs of ketchup, and that's no oh. joke. I've had that happen.
1: Yeah. I'm like, are
3: you serious? Are you he giving up I'll ketchup like that?
1: hmm and I really don't even eat that ketchup out like that because I feel like those packets are made in a nuclear power plant to last for like 500 years. When does is, the when is ketchup packet expire? The year 2090? Eat it? Probably never. Never. I, I just don't eat. I don't know the last time I squeezed a, a ketchup packet. It's just, I don't know. I just feel like this. I figured it was made in, Sonorvalu or Three Mile Island Oh or somewhere.
2: man, see now, that's going to mess me up now, every time I go to grab one I'm going to be like oh, <laughs> maybe not
1: <laughs> I just feel like, you know and it's, You the know, last thing I want to say on this, and I'm going to not waste time on it, it's funny that Red Wine mentioned uh, uh, Subway and what gets me about Subway, you got all this stuff out in front of you you know, mm-hmm. you got all these selections but then the person making your, your oh, I'm, I'm from up north, side I call it a hoagie. The person making your hoagie or sub or hero, whatever you want to call it. The person making my hoagie gets an attitude when I start wanting certain things. <laughs> when I say, okay, oh, yeah, well, give me, uh, let me have some uh, lettuce and, and some, you know, and if I'm being too meticulous, they're like, uh, I'm like, bitch. <laughs> You got twenty five things sitting in front of me. I mean, I'm coming here as a rare occasion. Hell, you got everybody in the world advertising for y'all on TV. You got, uh, yeah, you got all the celebrities. You got, right. You got Serena Williams. You got uh, what's the little boy that's shooting the three pointers. Yeah. You know, you got yeah. Tom Brady. You even got Curry. everybody. You got mm-hmm. Stephen yeah. Curry. You got Tom Brady. I saw Simone Biles on one Simone of them. Simone Biles. Yeah. You got Charles Barkley doing the voiceovers. And now oh, I'm in man. here, and as soon as I start ordering one or two things over, I go, well, let me get the turkey. Let me get some. Is that the. So, then you look up, and some of them are decorated nice, but some of them serving trays look horrible.
2: Yeah.
1: Some of that shit is oh, ugly. That's
2: when it's
1: time to go. Some tomatoes sometimes are green. Onions is mixed in with the let- Oh, Anyway, we're going to get off of that. Okay. Location, location, location. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Kevin. am to take there's my ass off
2: the there's Beverly
3: location. Hills. To get it in.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, you going that far to get go. one? All right.
3: We
1: beat that one
2: in the... Oh, okay. Uh-uh. All right. Let- let's hit the rundown. You ready, Kevin? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Whew. All right, all right. You got another soapbox, box, uh,
1: Papa? Yeah, I'm done. I I give. I tend to get out of my system at the end of the week. You know, I'm good.
2: Okay.
3: All right. All right, right. Kim. Um, All right. In focus, justice in the waiting, long overdue. Also, gas theft wings expanded, and let he or she who is without sin. Okay, our cocktails a week. I got a good one tonight. What's poppin' with Papa Didi? Also, we're gonna lighten it up tonight. Of course, our weird news. Doctors found a glass tumbler in a woman. Okay, I, I, I can't even <laughs> read that. that. Um, companies searching for buff butlers due to shortage of naked men. And Mike Tyson can't sell ear-shaped cannabis gummies in Colorado. Okay, I, I wonder why. I'm just saying with red wine, don't be a, a petty racist. Also living for the city with Papa D, my Hollywood wrap-up. I got some juicy stuff tonight. Uh, the gifted list and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with In Focus.
1: All right, welcome back to the John Point. Money Who's host, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: On the fly, darling. All right, it's time to go in focus. All
0: right,
2: all right. What's the focus tonight, Kettle? All right, tonight, tonight, tonight.
3: We have made history. The Senate has confirmed Cantonge uh, Brown Jackson, fifty-three to forty-seven. Those hey, 40 that voted nay. They need to be knocked down and whatever. Um, it is finally official. So she uh, finds herself with a lot of time on her hands, and um, because the other judge, uh, prior, he has to retire. So he's. He, this is the, kind of the first time that someone had to wait for somebody to retire. So she's not gonna get on the um the, the the court until um sometime in September. So she oh, has wow. about uh three months, yeah. Um you know, before she goes, you know, do her you know, go on trial or whatever, go on, on the court system. Mm-hmm. Um so my thing is why? You know, I think timing is everything and I think the timing is kind of off. Homeboy should have been retired. How about that? <laughs> so this this would have yeah. helped her along, you know, put her in the, in the position to start as A.S.A.P. Because you know when when the judges get confirmed, they start as soon as possible. So, but um, I don't know what you guys think about that. I mean, I'm curious well, to see might... what she's going to do with her with her time.
1: Yeah, you know, I actually thought about the same thing myself, you mm-hmm. know, but I think there's probably a, a learning curve that has to go in, you know, and uh, I'm sure she'll be doing a little apprenticing up there or shadowing him or what mm-hmm. have you. I mean, not not officially, but probably just inadvertently, and mm-hmm. um, so, but I think the other guy, he hanging around for, I guess, till the session's over. Yeah, of summer I think or that's what it was.
2: He wanted to wait for the... The current session to be over yeah we're
1: going to get them last couple of paychecks
2: you know shit. that makes
1: sense well <laughs> yeah well this is april yeah. this is a, this is a three paycheck month right here mm-hmm. you know whenever you have the whenever you ever have the whenever you have the first of the month which is last week was friday when the first of the month starts at the end of the week like that on a friday you got three paychecks in that month because you're able to get a short month like april but have three consecutive two-week periods in it
2: Mm. You know, one mm-hmm. eight
1: fifteen, twenty two, twenty nine. So the first, the fifteenth and the twenty ninth will be a payday for the government this month. Anyway. Mm-hmm. That's just more. Yeah.
2: So now she has to basically just wait it out after okay, you they did the confirmation. A so now she mm-hmm. just has to just chill.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Three but I'm sure she's entitled to all the perks that have to do with the the company vehicle and, you know, driver and all that, whatever. You know. Is, he, is right. she still
2: working on the appellate court where she was? Hmm, I don't
1: know. Um, I doubt
2: it. it It yeah, it doesn't say.
1: Uh-huh. Did she take the oath? So I think, oh, she didn't take the oath. No, they right?
2: haven't even done all that yet. No, no not Everything yet, not is yet.
3: on hold. Right. Everything is on hold. But it does say, it, it goes on to say, it, it's not clear if um, she will play any role in cases that have already been assigned to her. Like previous nominees, she hasn't participated in rulings really since her nomination, even for cases in which she heard arguments. So um, everything is just unclear. It's just like she's the first of every, you know, of everything right now. So it's like, hey, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs>
2: That's what it sounds like to me.
3: So um, I wonder if
2: they. I wonder if they didn't expect it to go through this fast. Maybe, it may
1: that's be. a good question. No, no, this was a schedule. It was scheduled to take mm-hmm. the boat. Around mm-hmm. this
2: time. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the person's still there, you know, I mean, unless you drop dead, you fall out right. immediately.
2: Right,
3: yeah, I, I think that's what
0: happens here.
1: Yeah, so, I, I, sure. I
3: think you're right, Father. Um, probably fall on the plate, but at least you'll have time to hire, you know, who she needs to hire, law club, mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: You know,
3: people want to help run her chamber and stuff. So, I mean, that's it. That's a plus, oh, yeah. so at least give her some time, you know, to find some people. So. Mm-hmm. So, Everything's out for every a
0: at... cool reason.
1: And they call them lounges and uh, she's just hanging out in the super lounge <laughs> before she goes she on to the main speech.
2: So do I still have time to get my application in if I want to go work for her? <laughs> no, <laughs> <point>. you might.
3: <laughs> she you might, might have
2: some work for Wise. you know, what the heck.
3: She might need
2: hey, somebody go. to keep them, keep folks straight. Sit there up in an office and man. say, I'm
3: just saying. hmm. Wow. Well they said you know, they said she answered
2: eleven over eleven 1, hundred written
3: questions. That's a lot. Good
2: gracious.
3: And uh she's um she met, um, at least sixteen senators. I was like some of those white women they were getting on my nerves. I heard they were drilling her like crazy. I'm like you just jealous because your ass ain't up no there. <laughs> That's
2: how I feel. Yeah. So, mm. Yeah, they okay. asked her a yeah, bunch was, of crazy yeah. stuff.
1: At a press conference.
2: I mean, during the the confirmation hearing. Oh, oh okay. yeah. They asked yeah. her some yeah. real crazy, ignorant stuff. Yeah, but she was yeah. yeah. on. So,
3: yeah, yeah. Some of it was not even pertaining to, you know, <laughs> what she would be doing on 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 the job on the, on the court. So I don't know. I think they were trying to humiliate her as well, but she kept her ground. She was she was strong. Strong black woman. I get with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I I like that the vice president, she did the um you know, the count and stuff and she was up there. I, I mean, all of that was just
2: a historical moment.
1: Yeah, it yeah, it was. It was. I think our our parents our parents and grandparents really would be
2: yeah, very
3: proud. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean hey, movie. my grandmother cried when uh Barack Obama became president, so I know, man, they hey, look, I got an aunt, I'm quite sure she's a lady. She watched this stuff twenty four seven. So, She was sitting there clapping and praising her. So, I mean, yeah, it's just it's just a moment, yeah. So And we can't well, forget. Mhm. yep so, all right. Well. What else you got?
2: What else you got? Ma'am, I, I, I don't you know how to get going at this. There has been uh, an uptick in gas theft, I guess probably since the price of gas has been going through the roof. But it's not just individuals. There are gas rings, gas thief rings being formed in different places across the country. And they're doing, like, all kind of wild stuff. They've come up with different electronic things and all kind of ways where, like, they're going down into the, you know, at the gas stations where they have those manhole covers where they put the gas when the truck comes in. These people have figured out how to get into that, and they're pulling the gas up out of there, putting it in trucks, and now they're riding around on the streets with all, I don't know how many gallons and gallons of gas that they're trying to move around and sell. God forbid if somebody runs into them and that whole thing blows. I mean, it's getting real crazy out here. Uh, there was a story about, um, I'm trying to see where it was, They people took like $140,000 worth of fuel. I think they're trying to add it up. But in North Carolina, uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department Announced that they had finally made some Arrest with the theft of 300 uh, Gallons of gas Now that was only like A thousand dollars that was a few days Back but They've been getting like posting the videos Trying to find how, where All these people are uh, They're trying to determine how these people Rig the pumps Who's the ringleader I mean it's just been crazy Colorado North Carolina, around the metropolitan, D.C. metropolitan area, Florida. Uh, Florida said that somebody had come up with some kind of homemade device. They stole $60,000 worth of gas from two gas stations. I mean, it is insane. They got tricks and stuff that they're doing to steal this gas, and they do it so quick. I saw a video on the news, I think it was one day last week, where the people would pull up like in a minivan or SUV, something like that, while the people are right there in the gas station. They pull up, and one one vehicle is like blocking the pump so that the person and the, the attendant can't see what's going on, and then they do it so quick. So while one truck or well, one vehicle is blocking the pump, the thief will come, do what they do real quick, do what they mess around with the machine, And before you know it, they're getting free gas. And the person who's sitting inside, the attendant, they don't realize what's going on unless they're actually watching the pump. And when they start to notice that the gas is continuing, but now another vehicle has pulled up, by then, you know, when they try to run out, it's not not so much they can do. You know, anybody trying to get shot over some gas, this stuff is out of control. So, you know, Dallas, is another one, a Valero gas station in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, they said Steve, uh, Steve stole like $6,000 worth of gas, diesel fuel. That took like 23000 from their business, $23,000. So the stations are losing money. Thieves are getting away with it. And on top of the theft, like I said, these people are riding around with all this gas in their vehicle. You know, well, I don't know what they're putting it in, but they're running around with all this gas trying to transport it somewhere, I, I assume, so that they can sell it. But, I mean, I understand times are tight. People are getting desperate, but they're getting ridiculous now. So I don't know if anybody else has heard anything about this level of gas theft. I don't know, Papa Didi. Have you heard anything else on this?
1: I heard brief stories on it, but I think it's pretty dangerous to ask you. I'm, it's extremely
2: dangerous. I don't think dangerous. anybody.
1: That, man, please, I. Man, I, I respect that gas tank. I respect the brakes. I respect. I respect things like that, and I don't know why people even go, go near it, in order to make some kind of play or. Do something, you know? I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it.
2: I mean, these are some fuel desperado tax yeah, but
1: we can't be on the cream of the crop on top of everything that goes down that we have lack of, and you just get in the game of uh stealing it stealing it, you know, or the way companies are raising prices on everything or not ordering what's running out i mean it's, it's corrupted right now, big business is corrupted completely. everything I go to everything that I like is missing. Why is that? because mm. I like nice shit now you're trying to sell the bullshit. So the nice stuff ain't there. You didn't, you didn't restock on the yeah. Deer Park border, and you packed that You're space right, in. you right, are
2: trying to move all that other crap. Purified and all that, that,
1: that So they, they know what's selling because according to the, user, the UPC, the little oh, barcode, yeah. the barcode tells you what's going outside that door. It mm-hmm. ain't like it's no mystery. And you go in your favorite store to get your favorite stuff, and it's always gone. Why is my stuff missing? Because that's the best stuff. Mm. You want the two... Two percent lactate milk, which is definitely the best in, in there. You
2: know,
1: depend on your milk desire. You know, but uh,
2: yeah, this stuff is crazy.
1: Yeah. Then I
2: heard on top of the gas thief thieves, uh, I understand now they're stealing the um, what is that car part they were saying?
1: Catalytic converter. Yeah,
2: catalytic converter.
1: mm mm-hmm. That's been going on for a long time, but now these high-end oh. cars. Yeah, Yeah. and it's easy to do because it's separated between the muffler. comes down from the manifold right in the middle. The catalytic converter is like the liver, like your liver on your body.
4: Mm -hmm. It dilutes
1: all the crap and makes the exhaust come out halfway decent. Without catalytic converter, you're going straight mainlining,
2: straight Mm -hmm. to the head. Yeah, wow. so they steal a nose from, you know, like high-end high vehicles. vehicles. Yeah,
1: going to crawl underneath a Range Rover, <sighs> a new Range Rover, and just severing it. And it's just two cuts. But it sits in the middle, fat as, as plain as day. Mm. And they say that the different uh, material in it is, you know.
2: Well, I'm putting all damn. these Blue gas blues, thieves you know. and catalytic converter thieves on the Kissit list. Y'all need to stop. Mm.
3: Wow. I, I'm, I'm looking at an article now that says... Um, I'm not sure what state you're talking about, but this is this is in Florida. They launched a, quote unquote Operation Empty Tank. This was in February after two Circle K gas stations um said they found twenty five thousand worth of shortages in their pump.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So I'm like, How how are they doing that? What are they coming up to the gas tank and but you know, the gas pump and emptying it like that? I just wanna I'm telling
2: you, they got tricked. They showed a video of somebody doing that at the pump, and they will put something inside the machine, like they have some kind of way that they unlock the machine at the pump, and then once Mm -hmm. they open the machine, they did something and messed with the inner workings of the machine, and I guess hit the button that says, like, paid. I don't know what they do. But once Mm -hmm. they open that machine up, that thing will just start, you know, firing up, and Mm -hmm. then they just start pumping. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. how they opened the thing on the ground, that manhole thing on the ground, I don't know how they did that either. But they had mm-hmm. a, a truck and a big old hose, and they just go right up in there. Like the stations that don't have, you know, they close at night,
4: yeah.
2: they roll up so on right. those, pop that lid, and just, you know, get as much as they can get.
3: Wow. All right, I got them mm-hmm. on the Kiss it list. Okay. That sounds a
2: winner. Steve and Mofa.
3: That's probably why gas prices are going up. It's not Ukraine. It's the people still in the game.
2: It's all of it. Yeah. It was already yeah. getting stupid, and now this is going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. All right, over to you, Papa Papadini. What's your in focus mm-hmm. for tonight? Uh,
1: my in focus tonight is, uh, you know, the old, the legendary scripture of uh, let he or she without sin cast the first stone. uh you know, because I just think that everything that comes out in the news tonight, everybody gets, you know, everybody gets a rush or gets excited about what they hear. But when they think for a minute, you know, they could have done the same thing themselves. You know, just the same way Will Smith smacked somebody like that, you could have smacked somebody sometime in your life somewhere. It wasn't pop, wasn't an Oscar, but you know, What makes them so special? They finally got two black people at the damn Oscars and so now they because 'cause two blacks and went at it with each other. You look at past Oscars and it was literally white from a bird's eye view for the stage back to the audience. But
4: mm. anyway,
1: but just like anything else, you got Deshaun Watson who's up for allegedly twenty two uh, alleged uh com- you know, not convictions, but uh people are suing him on the civil level for uh inappropriate behavior at a massage power. But the same thing happened to the, the president of the uh New England Patriots, you know, Robert Kraft. Oh
4: you know, yeah.
1: He was looking for his his uh, happy ending. And he's a damn billionaire. But whatever happened to his case?
4: <laughs>
1: but you talk about the brother every day. But Robert Kraft's case I haven't heard about that since anything.
2: No, I haven't heard it.
1: But but the main thing I'm saying is that Before you go judge anybody for anything they're doing, think about maybe 20, 30 years ago in your life. I mean, now that you're a person of a mature, quote, quote, mature age, but when you were young, dumb, and full of cum like everybody else, you know, you may have made some of the same mistakes of a little similarity yourself. So instead of people, you know, ooh and ah about the person, take the time to understand the situation and uh, where were you 30 years ago? 40 years ago when you was vulnerable like that or you was slap happy like that or a hothead like that or, you know, and some of the things you've done it never got exposed, pushed under the rug or you got a break, you know, somebody looked out for you, you got away with it, you know. So I just think that anything that's happening today you should mainly be concerned about saving your own ass and your life. And, and, and mind you, too, just because people do stuff, it don't mean people don't have a right to defend themselves with lawyers and everything else. If people, somebody murders somebody, they have the opportunity to get the best lawyers they can get if they can afford it. So I think we have to kind of stop of ooh and ah and of everything that's happening that sounds so distant. I mean, you know, some crazy shit that you know ain't nobody doing. I can understand that. But common stuff every day that people now of a certain age isn't doing now you hit the big five oh or the big six o you' then cooled out, but you know you were young yourself at some point, and understand what young people sometimes are doing is you would deem now that you're sixty five you look at it like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, but I'm sure you gave somebody some some oh my God moments yourself back in the seventies <laughs> and eighties. You damn self. So, may not have been as drastic, or I'm sure today everything is more extreme because nobody wants to wait for nothing. We live in such a microwave world today. Nobody wants to wait for nothing. They want it done now. Bing, 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 bing. Give me Uber. Give me a Lyft. Give me you know, microwave. Boom. Fast food, like we talked about earlier. You know,
4: mm-hmm.
1: nobody waiting on nothing. You know, they they get pissed. They go to a massage parlor. There's no no happy ending. What? Are you kidding me? I'm never coming back here again. So, you know, but I'm going to leave it at that.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll just add to that. I agree. I think people are just very impatient, you know. And I know it's hard to wait sometimes, but as they always say, good things come to those who wait. And I know I can be impatient, but, hey, sometimes you just got to chill out and wait. Don't be in such a hurry all the time.
1: Welcome back to the John Party with the host Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Oh, bonsoir, darling. Hey, it's that time. For the cocktail of the week. Week, week, week.
3: Mm -hmm. With
2: kettle.
3: All right. All right, our cocktail for tonight, we're going to freshen it up because it's uh, becoming spring. This is called the Julie's Bees Knees. Yes, that's a lot to say in one word.
0: <laughs>
3: the classic Bees Knees cocktail dates back to prohibition when the phrase became slang for the best. So we're going to see how good this is. This is going to create a picture of your favorite cocktail. Uh, it's going to be two and 3 cups of pineapple juice on your lines, Papa. Uh, two cups of gin. Uh, you can go a little further. You want two and a half if you like, you know, the taste of gin. Uh, Bombay oh, yeah. Sapphire is my favorite. Uh, one and yeah. a half cups of lemon juice. One and a half cups of white grapefruit juice. Uh, a half a cup of honey. And one grapefruit half and sliced. So, we're going to blend the pineapple juice, gin, lemon juice, grapefruit juice, and honey in a blender until frothy pour into a pitcher, serve in glasses over ice, and garnish with the grapefruit slice. And uh, that is called the Julie's Bees Mead. So, check it out on our website. Enjoy Alright Like I said this, this makes a picture Then Don't put this in one damn glass
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be passed out somewhere. <laughs> You
2: can't do yeah, that Yeah it sounds mm-hmm. good Alright yeah. Well thank you for that Hot of the week Is brought to you by Our parent company mm-hmm. DC Homegrown Dot com Thank you so much for that
1: mm-hmm. And
2: It's over to you Papa Didi mm.
1: Back again back again. What's poppin'? Hey. do I get paid for this
2: Yeah, check us in the mail. What's mm-hmm.
1: poppin'? Uh, let's see. Let's touch another subject. There's so much out there we can just dip and dab on, so I'll stick my fountain pen into the ink again and, and come up with, uh, what type of success are you having supporting black-owned businesses? Mm. Where's your success level with that? Are you having horror stories? Uh, do you feel they're just am ready? you feel they're ill-prepared? Um, and I'm not saying as an alternative to support uh business of another nature, because we know how that goes, because that's all we had to deal with at one time. So, But my own experiences with, with most businesses of color is, uh, and let's just say black, I won't say of color, because that's wider wider spectrum, but... My experience with dealing with businesses of color is that sometimes I think they're kinda of ill prepared. You know, they have great intentions, sometimes they have good locations, but sometimes you know like the locations are too small based on the businesses that they're trying to put out. And you seem to always wait too long. You know? And this isn't this is constructive criticism. This isn't talking about anybody because you have to get out there. But you have to, when you're putting together a business, I personally think you have to have a broader mind. You should expect greatness, you know, mm-hmm. right off the top. I mean, I know you got to crawl before you walk, but if you're going too small and don't be ready for the unexpected, then, you know, you're going to be caught in this situation because the business is coming in there and everybody's waiting. And in a lot of places, they, they get you because they take your money first, you know. So now you paid your money, put your order in, and now you got a number. You know, you're number 34, you know, out of, and they're up to number 19, okay?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And you ordered the such and such, such and such, with the special this and that, and you got the dot da 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 you got a little bit of, you know, you want teriyaki sauce with the fabiapi sauce, and the gabi abi with the zabi you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got your special order, because that's what you like, you know? And then you wait in there for 30. Forty minutes. All of a sudden, your order's called. Then you make you go get the bag because you know now, cause you know that when you're in there with all these, especially if it's a place that's a, sort of a takeout place. Let's 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 talk take a place in the D.C. Maryland area. I'm not talking about this place in particular because they seem to have pretty good service, but let's say it's a setup like a place uh, like a Mid Atlantic. You know, one of those restaurants where it's kind of open and you. Wait for your stuff and what have you, you know But I'm not talking about that place Because I I haven't had bad experiences in those places I've really had good food and good timing And all that jazz But anyway, you know But then when you get it, you open up you waited 40 minutes You know, I'm talking about other places That, like I said, are too small Either their restaurant is small Or the takeout is little And and you're just waiting You know, you're rubbing elbows with other black people And everybody's in their kumbaya And, you you know, doing their, you know all their black signs, and you look around; there's black people everywhere, you know. But it's just, it's just, it's disjointed, you know. Disjointed. The front's not talking to the back; the back's not talking to the front, and the the middle's not talking to nobody. And then you open up your bag and you look at your food, and this is missing. The barbecue. I'm supposed to get my barbecue sauce on the side, you know. I want it I wanted naked chicken with the barbecue sauce on the side. I wanted this and this, and then now you give the order back to the person. And you don't realize you've been in the damn store for 35 minutes already, you know? Mm-hmm. And now you you push back the food, not with anger, but just saying, wow, they'll get it right. But now you walk out the store. You went in the store at five minutes to one, and you come out of the store at quarter to three. Oh. And you don't even realize it. I mean, I'm speaking hypothetical times and all that jazz, but... You know, it's just at the point where a lot of black-owned facilities, and I'm not saying that's the case, a lot of them aren't that, you know, downright just a mess, but some of them are real ill-prepared. I've gone to some big breakfast, they've got these fabulous names, you know, you know, something, something on the rock, to waffles and blah, 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 soul brothers and soul sisters, you know, mm. the, the, you know the, you know, get the funk out of my face, whatever you want to call it, fabulous names. Great menus and all that, but it's just not, they're just not ready for the crowd. The brunch crowd, everybody else, everybody's standing around waiting for what? You know, you're ill-prepared. It's Sunday at 11 o'clock. Half the people ain't cooking. They either just got back from church, just got back from party, or just got done fucking. They ready to eat, you know? And, and, And you're just not, you're not ready. Everybody's sitting around looking. The church folks now looking at the hip folks. Hip folks looking at the youngsters, the old heads looking at the child, the kids, and everybody's all together. They ain't supposed to be together. You should know when your church folks is coming in, when your young people are coming in, you know. Yeah. When you're, when everybody's coming in, you should have this these demographics lined up and ready. Chop, chop, so to speak, you know. But anyway, I'm going to leave that alone. Any comment on that?
2: No. Let's see, y'all. Uh, and hey, I I would tell you this. I have been to, I'll, I'm thinking of the most recent one, where I went to a Sunday brunch. I guess it was brunch.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Breakfast. Okay, breakfast. Uh, this place was highly recommended. Someone told me, oh, it's so good, you got to do this, got to go there. Went there.
4: Mm-hmm. Did
2: not expect to have to wait so long. So when I got there, I mean, yeah, there were people there, my people. Right. So we're all sitting around, and I was wondering, like, gosh, how long is this going to take?
4: Yeah, and I you mean, paid the already, right?
2: yeah. you
1: paid your money already, right? Yeah. Paid your money already.
2: So you already. go in and they, you know, they're quick to take the order. Yeah. So I thought, okay, that's a good sign. Menu looks great. Yeah. They got your money real quick.
1: Mm-hmm. They were
2: very um, attentive. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, they had seats, you know, for people that were dining in. And then people were also seated, waiting on their takeout. I wanted to just take it out. So I went ahead and, you know, I'm waiting. And after a while, it's like, wow, okay, it's been like 20 minutes. To me, that's a long time. Then about 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Now it's an hour. And I'm still waiting for my breakfast. I'm like, by the time they get this together, it's going to be freaking lunchtime.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, by the time I got the food, yeah, it was good. Right. But I was so tired of sitting up in this place, watching people come and go, watching the Uber Eats and all those folks. They were coming in, grabbing stuff, and I was like, well, shoot. I would have done better if I had called one of them guys and told him, bring me some breakfast.
1: They had their own thing going on.
2: Yeah, I thought I was doing good to just Mm -hmm. get up and drive Mm -hmm. and come up to the joint. Right. And honestly, I haven't been back since. And like I said, the food was very good taste-wise, but that wait, over an hour, and it still was over an hour. I don't even remember. I was so frustrated. By the time I got it I felt like I had been paroled. I was like, Oh, they finally called my number, hallelujah. I grabbed that bag and I got the heck of out of that joint.
1: And they and the and the place becomes a one trick pony. Yes. One trick pony, You, you, you know, and, and 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 you pay hands it's like,
2: Oh, Massa set me free. I'm running for it. And North you pay hand,
1: you know, places like that. That are you know sort of black bougie, so to speak. You know nothing wrong with that. You know whatever you have, whatever you project is your business. But they got the chickens and the waffles and the you want the such and such. Yeah, sauce. they have Which some good cool. stuff. Which is cool. They had the salmon and, pay, and grits. And right, and you but you pay for it handsomely, and grits right? And everything. You look at your receipt when you paid for it, and you looking oh, it at thirty seven dollars. Easily. For a nice order of the salmon you have and to the to this place. With the shrimp and the... Place. Yeah, right. I know. Ooh. I know. $37 easy, but you got it near 8 eight fifteen 15 Yeah, this was the opposite of fast food. Mm. This was
2: slow-motion food. But anyway, all right. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I just
3: so think...
1: Yeah. yeah. It's just lack of preparation. There's not mm-hmm. enough sous chefs. There's not enough sous chefs to meet chiefs and no damn Indians in there most of the time. I
2: don't anyway, know what they
1: mm-hmm. need. I know people. they need to speed it up. That's your people,
2: thing. So I ain't gonna Anybody talk trying it. to make a road trip out trying location, to go get them
1: Location,
3: breakfast. location, location, location.
1: Yeah, well, this question's
3: so nice, location. Okay. Uh, yeah, well. But you know what? Sometimes we as people, we have to speak up. And if you don't speak up and say the service is not the best, yada yada. You complain, um, and by the second complaint it hasn't changed. Guess what? You won't see me no more. I ain't got time. <laughs> I just don't have time. Yeah. But I'm gonna give you i am I'm gonna give you one better. You said thirty seven dollars. This particular one is, is is a new uh brunch place, um, off of ATF Columbia called Air. They've been advertising it. And um, I heard the advertisement was, oh, we've been voted number one and woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Who voted you <to> number one? <laughs> <laughs> but the damn point is, I've never been, but I've heard I, it was good. It's flowing mimosa and unlimited stuff. $55. So $37. Shit. $55. $55. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they got any senior discount, but shit, I'm going to try <laughs>
2: Yeah. $55. Well when you when you go, let me know
1: how it was. Is that a piece or for the whole family? Uh
2: that's
1: a <laughs> per, per person. And that's
2: um uh, flowing um
3: emotions for two hours. Now, I'm not sure about the food, you know, if it's unlimited or the buffet or what, you know. But yeah, fifty five uh, oh, no, no,
2: no.
3: I love atmosphere but um they said the place is fierce and everything. They promote it every Friday and Saturday night you know, the people mm. on the radio, but I don't know. I, I might not be for me.
2: Fifty-five dollars No.
3: All right. Yep. That's my take.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. speaking of weird, uh, we're going to transition into the weird news. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, that, that's all right. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this weird news story.
4: All this, right. this is a hot mm. mess
2: right here. i got a story about how how these doctors found a glass, like a glass tumbler, drinking glass, oh. a little short oh, squatty yeah. glass. They found a tumbler inside of this woman. Oh, Now, this is crazy. A case, okay, I'm going to tell you, a case report was published in the Urology Case Reports that described how doctors found a glass tumbler that a 45-year-old woman had misplaced Four years earlier, she'd been walking around with this glass in her body for four years. And where did they find the glass? Here's a hint. It was not in her cabinet. When you need a doctor to find something that's lost, chances are something has gone very wrong. And in this case, the woman had been suffering from urgenturia for about a year before eventually going to the emergency room. Now, urinary urgency is a common symptom of a urinary tract infection causing the urgent need to pee. So the woman had received treatment for bladder infection several times previously. However, each time, nobody had taken a closer look at her bladder. So when they did an X-ray of her pelvic area, it revealed something very unusual, an object that appeared to be shaped like a glass. And nothing in your pelvis should be shaped like a glass. So the woman underwent surgery to remove the object from her bladder, and uh, the surgery revealed a glass that was uh, more than half full. Wait a minute. And the surgery revealed a glass more than half full situation. It was a glass tumbler that had apparently been sitting in her bladder for a while, because it was encased in calcified material. So upon questioning from the doctors, the patient mentioned that she had used the glass tumbler as a sex toy four years prior. So with the glass tumbler successfully removed from her bladder, the woman was able to leave the hospital after two days and apparently had no problems afterwards, at least not with the glass, because clearly this woman got a problem i like like she's lucky
3: she alive. I can see it was plastic, but glass. She lucky that shit didn't a glass, work
2: there. you know, like a little highball. What is that drink? Like you drink with a short, type glass. She is one I of those little think. glasses. I can't even think right one. now. I you thought like <laughs> was bigger than a shot glass, like a, um, like something you would drink, like whiskey or bourbon or something. Uh, you know, ball. not a. Highball, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was like a highball glass.
3: The thing had like,
2: I'm like, what? What possessed you anyway? She nasty. I'm putting her on the kissing list.
3: Uh, yeah, please do.
2: She is freaky and nasty. Moving on.
3: <laughs> Ooh, Lord. I can't even think so <gasps>
2: far. Okay. All
3: right, let me move on before we get into something else.
2: With that. Come on with the weird <laughs> um, news. What you got?
3: Uh, companies searching for buff- butlers due to national shortage of naked men. Two UK-based uh, companies are searching for men uh, who like to work out and show it all to help hen party collaborators uh, have the best time. Butlers with bums and the Adonis Cabaret, say there is currently a national shortage of naked men. The only job specific um, are to be <laughs> confident and up for mingling with hens. You must all huh? Okay. You must also <laughs> be between the ages of twenty three and thirty eight and unafraid to bear the um booty as this is a naked butler's role. Okay. Director of butlers with thumbs And former butler himself, Dan Harley, has said demand is um, beginning to increase again after the pandemic. He also said um, the natural shortage of naked men is providing real problems for the business. Those lucky enough to get the position will be required to wear butlers with bums, signature black and pink attire, black and pink, okay, Um, including an apron where you'd be uh, showing your bum at the back. You're also uh, don a collar, cuffs, and a uh, bow tie. Okay. Mm. Former actor, wow. former Tristan Mills, who runs the um, cabaret, said we are hoping to expand our show who and recruit many more guys. We know there are gym enthusiasts and fitness lovers out there that are perfect for the job and with... Like them to urgently get in touch and get involved. If this sounds like your sort of thing, you can find uh, more information um, by heading over to butlerswithbums.com. dot com. Okay. Wow. I've heard it all. Uh,
2: okay.
3: okay. Oh, so this is why this is weird news. Mm.
2: Okay. Butler. Wait a minute. What was it that? Down. Wait, wait a minute. What was Butlers, that? That web address. Butlers what?
3: Butlers with bums, b u m s. dot com. Okay. Mm. You know somebody wanna apply?
2: I I might know somebody. I'm, I'm gonna have to let them know about that. Okay.
3: All right. Uh. Uh. Uh.
2: Mm. All right. <laughs> Papa Didi just said. Hmm.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, you applying, Papa Didi?
1: No, I'm good.
2: <laughs>
1: okay,
2: all right,
1: Papa Didi, Over to here. Okay. you. You know what? Uh this is uh, yeah, a yeah, subject change. Uh,
2: okay.
1: Go ahead. What's your weirdness? Uh Mike Tyson. Everybody knows Mike Tyson, famous uh, boxer. But he's not allowed to sell his new ideal in Colorado. He had some uh some ear shaped uh that uh, had a little piece taken off from when he the show where he bit uh Evander Holyfield's ear. Okay. Oh. Anyway, the article says, "Chew on this." Mike Tyson is unable to sell a new line of his cannabis gummies in the state of Colorado in their current form. Okay. The former boxer champion new edibles are shaped like the ear, with a bite taken out of it, which is a reference to 1997 when Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield here during a, a World Boxing Association heavyweight championship.
4: Hmm.
1: Okay. So Colorado said, "No, we ain't playing that shit." Anyway, Tyson's uh, cannabis company is called Tyson 2.0. Okay, you can't sell the ear-shaped edibles in the the state of Colorado because state law prohibits marijuana edibles that are being shaped like uh, humans, animals, fruit, or any other images that could attract children. I don't think a bitten ear would attract a child, but anyway, (laughs) that's a whole other story. Anyway, Tyson 2.0 still plans to sell the edibles. But we'll notify, he, he'll, he'll modify the shape of them from a bitten ear to the letter T. So if you see an edible with the letter T, that's Mike Tyson's uh, ear modified to the letter T before they debut in uh, what they call the centennial state of Colorado uh, later this year. But this saying Tyson has been in the pot business since 2016 and reportedly earns more than $653,000 a month. Huh? A month? A month. A month. Wait a minute. Selling marijuana. A month? Yes, a month.
2: How is that even possible? I mean, Uh they must be selling major products.
3: I'm in the wrong business.
2: (laughs) I think we all are. But look, everything is, and this is perhaps rhetorical, but how is it that it's cool to do the shapes of alphabets don't they? Doesn't the state of Colorado think that that would attract kids too? Just like they mm. put noodles in the shape of alphabets, they do chicken nuggets in the shapes of alphabets, things like that for kids.
3: what it's being sold. It's not being sold in no kid store, no store.
2: No, so, but they said enough. that they're forbidden from doing things in the in shapes that could entice kids. So they can't do it, what did he say, in body parts or people?
1: Humans, animals, fruit, or any other image that could attract children.
2: So you can't do oh it like God. shaped like cherries and strawberries and ears and I humans?
1: I well, I, I think they should just went with what you can't do instead of saying what it attracts because at that point you're, now, you, now you're contradicting what you just said. Just leave it at that. Just say that you mm. can't sell edibles but humans animals fruit whatever but when you put the, the, the disclaimer on the back end yeah of that
2: it, may attract a, yeah children. but now the, the children, children well, that could be want, almost
1: anything but now you're selling the letter t if it's a child has learning the alphabet it's that's
2: awesome. my point that's
1: t. Okay. like
2: that or if it's a number i mean it's an you don't know what may attract the attention of a kid yeah they look at that and think oh this is candy well i tell
1: you what i've, I've Oh, well. I've understood, you know, marijuana since, whew, I even, I'm even i not going to say the year it goes way back. But I just don't, everything that's coming out now, even if I did start indulging in that again, I don't think I would go near the edibles. I just don't, I don't, try. It, just, it just had to be in a USDA sealed wrapping for me. <laughs>
2: government approved. It had to
1: be government approved. It had to have <laughs> USDA sealed on that. I just ain't it. I'm not breaking open somebody that's giving me out of a one of their four wraps, and, and, and they didn't even give you a fresh Ziploc bag. A damn used. You know me. I'm I'm big on Ziplocs. I think Ziplocs have a level of purity. Purity means fresh out the box when you first yeah. open it. And now if you if you storing Ziplocs, just put your dope in. This shit ain't pure. They've been tarnished and they're nasty. You ever see somebody use a Ziploc bag and bring their sandwich for lunch the next day and they take out the sandwich and then
2: that's just nasty. clean
1: out the Ziploc? I've seen people wash Ziploc bags in the sink no, and dry them. No, uh uh-uh. yeah. But that's like
2: those paper bags. You know when people used to try to reuse those paper bags mm. and they get grease stains on them
4: yeah, and then you're yeah.
2: still trying to put something back in a greasy paper bag. You know, you got to let it go, people. You can't yeah. keep reusing those things.
4: Mm-hmm. Those things
2: are single-use. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That was our public service <laughs>
4: announcement. Yes, yeah, for sure. For sure. All
1: right. Well, all, right. Mm-hmm.
2: all right. Well, let's see. Let's take a quick break, and then we're coming back with what what, Thank you, Babaditi. Merci beaucoup. Uh, on the other side of the break, we'll have, I'm just saying, I'm going to talk about don't be a petty racist. We'll be right back. It's the Pajama Party Show.
1: All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. Uh, Winnie O's Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: sua darling.
1: All right, coming up next is uh, the segment of uh, Red Wine, but um, I'm just saying.
2: Oh, what messy. You just saying? And see, messy. Tonight, I'm just saying, don't be a petty racist. I got to talk about it. Don't be a petty racist. Now, in this week's installment of Petty Racist of the Week, we have an Illinois-based car dealership that now has to pay a $10 million settlement with the Federal Trade Commission and the state's attorney office. Now, like I said, this is coming out of uh, Illinois. This is because they got busted after numerous claims that the car dealer was charging illegal fees and adding additional finance charges specifically to black folks. What's up with that? I'm just saying, if you want to be a racist, don't be a petty one, because that's some petty bullcrap. How you going to just add some little extra stuff to the black customers, but you don't do that for the white folks? If you're going to rip people off, rip everybody off. Don't just single out the black folks like that. Now, the complaint was against the dealership that also alleges that the black customers were charged an estimated $190 more in interest and about almost $100 more for a similar add-on. You know, when you get a car and they start talking about, well, do you want the heated seats? Do you want the leather upholstery? They were charging people all this extra money for crap that the customer said, no, I don't need that, no, I don't want that, nah, we're good, we just want what we want, and then they would keep them there haggling over the price, going on and on, hours dragging on and on, and you know how they can wear you out. If you don't have the the energy to just walk away, and I don't know why some people don't just walk away, some people are determined that I'm going to get the price that I'm determined to get. So they will just go round and round with these car dealers. So the dealers were sneaking in what they call junk fees onto the black folks' bills, and they're still claiming that they're innocent. Now, they already been busted. You already get hit with a $10 million penalty, and you still sit there talking about, we didn't do that. It's all documented. They have compared the, the prices that they charge black customers versus white customers But these lying, petty racists are still sitting here talking about, but we're innocent. We didn't do that. Yeah, you did, because you're a petty, ignorant racist. Now, the name of this dealership, and make sure you put them on the Kiss It list, is Napleton Dealership Group. They got about 51 dealerships across eight states. So this is not one of these little one or two deal situations. This is a major dealership. They were playing all kind of games with black folks, just being, like I said, petty racist. like uh, dragging out the uh, negotiations for hours and hours, and then by the time they finally uh, wear you down, they come out with these 60-page contracts. Who has a 60-page contract for a car? But that's what they were giving the black customers. They come out with sixty six zero pages and want you to just sign off on it because that's how they hid all of those extra fees. Because by now, people are like, look, I've been here all day. Mm-hmm. I just want to get my keys and get the heck up out of here. Like I said, 60 pages. Now, the customers that were white, their contract, contracts weren't all sick like that. It was like a normal contract. They were playing games, being petty racist. I'm just saying that petty racism is pathetic. And I'm sure these black folks thought they were working the deal. You know, I'm going to wear them down. No, you got worn down, and you got screwed by a petty racist. But as you know, good triumphs over evil. And now that car di- dealership has got to pay out that $10 million settlement. So maybe now they got a real reason to be haters. Because they didn't before, but I guess now they're like, That's why I don't mess with them Negroes. Oh, well. Money is green. I don't care whose hand it comes out of. But these honest, hard-working black folks just wanted to get a fair price on a car. And it's a shame that here it is, 2022, and we're still dealing with petty racist stupidity like this. But let that be a lesson to the rest of the petty undercover racists. Racism just cost that dealership $10 million. How much is the rest of y'all Petty undercover racists willing to pay for your pettiness and your racism. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, if you're going to be a racist, don't be a petty one. Own up to your bullcrap proudly. Be loud about it. Be outright about it. And own your racism. All this little undercover petty racism is ridiculous and childish. I have more respect for a racist than they just come right out and say, that's who I am. At least now I know who I'm dealing with. That's all I'm saying. These little sneaky, petty race.
4: Yeah.
2: I'm just saying, if you're going to be that hey. way, then be that way. Own your bullcrap. Don't be okay. sneaking around. Oh, we're just going to slide in some fees. They won't know. they just stupid black folks. They won't know. Charge them a few extra thousand. Just 'cause they're black, really? Screw you!
3: <laughs> all right, I hear you, everyone. Do your thing. Okay? Yeah.
1: I said all that to talk about this experience I had in Best Buy's. I went back in the computer department, and this brother, this young brother, was back there, and he was texting somebody. And he had on his blue shirt, Best Buys, yada, yada. Store was empty. I'm in there during the day, you know. I do most of my shopping or going around during the day when, when there's no, nobody around. You know, you go in the store, at 11, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, electronic store. You got it all to yourself. So I go in there, and this guy's in the computer department. He, he's texting behind the register and everything. He looks up at me. Looks up at me again. And I'm standing there. I'm literally standing there. I'm six feet. I weigh about maybe 250, 260. You know? I'm not invisible and you're not blind. Hmm. So you didn't make a gesture at all to say, can I help you or anything? And it just blew my mind on straight familiarity. So then when he was still texting, doing, doing, if I walked around another aisle looking for what I was looking for and I didn't see it, so I came back to him again, and I had to say excuse me to him because he still looked up at me as I walked back in this area, still didn't ask me, sir, can I help you, okay, and we was the only one in that damn department, and that blew my mind. Now, we're in the year 2022, so you can't confront people like you want to today, so I didn't say shit to him, you know. I asked him about the product I wanted. When I finally got his attention, you know, he walked me over to the area where they were, and you know, he said, no, they don't really have that. that uh, I looked, up, I said, well, I'm showing it right here. Y'all got two in stock. Well, no, we don't really. Uh, kind of played me off, and I walked away. Now, if you go on Best Buys, they usually have a cop sitting by the door. So I I, I I figured I'd make some black on black conversation with the black officer that's sitting in there. Now this man looked older. I thought he was around my age. Looked like an older gentleman, but maybe he just fucking looked old. I don't know. Now, I say that because he was about as closed minded as the brother that didn't wait on me back in the computer department. I started having a conversation with him about the person back there that didn't say, didn't greet me, nothing, and he's sitting there looking like a dingbat. This cop is. He had no feelings, no emotions. Maybe he knew the brother back there. I don't know. But he didn't react to none of it. So which made me feel like here I am, a black man. I didn't go to your manager. I just went to the cop on my way out the door, just to kumbaya with him as another black man to talk about how we're not paying each other in a ass mind. And the cop was a bumbling fucking idiot. He had no emotion, no black power, no black strength, no black nothing. I said, damn, I might as well rob this joint because you about as dumb as fuck sitting up here as a police officer. With a big old nine millimeter on your hip, sad as shit, out of shape, need a fucking shave, look like shit, okay? Mm. But, you know, they got that little side hustle where they work part-time, for the department stores and shit with their little outfits on and all that jazz, you know. I ain't going to talk about the county because I ain't trying to put motherfuckers on blast, okay? But he was just as dumbfounded and left field as the brother in the back. And I said to myself, just like the caller said, man, we are just stupid as shit today. We're not giving our, our, our brothers and sisters no rep, no attention, and then the, the authority in there it's about as space case as anything else. I, I was talking about the situation I said, and The brother, you know, oh, yeah, uh, 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 And man, when you, you know, when you're talking to a guy to respond like that, whew, if I was a female, he wouldn't get no pussy from me. I'm going to be honest with you because he had nothing to, nothing to sustain me. Mm-hmm. I mean, as an example, you know what I mean?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: If I was a female with an interest in this man. It would be it was a done deal. I'm like, man, you are empty-minded. It just blew my mind for that moment. Where, and I walked out of the store. Man, if I had a knife, I would have flattened the damn the tires on the cop car. Cop car was sitting on the pavement right there next to the store. I would just went by the car, just to wake somebody up. Not in a violent gesture, but I just would have flattened the tires just to wake somebody up. Cause everybody that morning of color in that store was sleep at the fucking wheel. Mm. They really were. They were sleep at the wheel. Couldn't get a response from the guy. Working at the store, then when I just want to have a kumbaya conversation with the cop on the way out, he was about as stupid as a box of rocks too. Two of my black brothers, dumb as shit, and we talk about the racism and how we're treated. Man, our own race, we have, whew, we got so much, we got so much weeds growing amongst this grass. That's not even funny. You know what I mean? The weeds is all up in the tomatoes and all up in the cucumbers in the garden. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you don't clean out the weeds, you ain't growing shit. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that.
2: All right. I hear you. Okay, dokey Oh,
3: uh, that was Custom-
2: a box of rocks, huh? Ooh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Customer service has been difficult. For quite a while, I think. So. All
1: righty.
4: Yeah. Okay. Scary. All, All right. right.
2: We're gonna kick it over to you, Kettle. It's time right. for Kettle and the Hollywood wrap up. Um, Papa Diddy, gonna cue it up. Hollywood wrap up. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, you ready? We'll be uh, going to a break. Or we'll be-
3: Oh, no. You're
1: ready you're ready. Let's rock and
2: roll, baby. Let's do it. ba 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 Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> and now it's time to settle and the Hollywood rapper. <laughs> Wrap it up, Kettle. All Kevin.
3: right. Okay. All right. I'll make it short and sweet. Um, the big story tonight is uh, Mr. Will Smith. The Academy has said their piece, what they had to say. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science will prohibit actor Will Smith from attending the Academy Awards for 10 years following his Oscar night slap of Chris Rock. They just announced that today. Um, He slapped Rock for making a joke about his wife. um, Or he already resigned from um, the um, uh, Oscars as well. Um, a move that prevented the Motion Picture Academy from suspending or expelling him. So he said, "I'm just gonna go ahead and just, just you know, leave." So, hey, that's gonna be interesting. It just seems like Will Smith is, is all over the place right now. So, yeah, um, he, he he did it on himself. I mean, because some people are saying that they're not gonna work with Will because uh, you know he owns over overbook Productions. Um, so. I don't know. It's to, we have to see. just have to wait and see what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, also, T.I. Now, I don't know if he's drugging, drunk, or what. T.I. goes off on comedians for jokes about sexual assault allegations. He claims it's not true. He's been back and forth in court about some sex allegations. Um, it says, T.I. just pulled a Will Smith, minus the flat. He was an Atlanta comedy club. During the um, quote-unquote one-night-only open mic comedy show, uh, T.I. was caught on video storming the stage and snatching a mic following a joke made by comedian uh, Lauren Knight. Are you serious? Um, So Knight poked fun at sexual assault allegations um, levied against T.I. and his wife, uh, Tiny. And the rapper turned to meeting was um um piping mad. As many times as you joke on the shit, nigga, I'm gonna check your MF King as long as it takes. Well hmm. they were serious. He was serious. <laughs> some you know what? Some things are just off limits. Um, just like the, what happened with Will Smith. Uh, we've we got to know when to hold when to fold, you know, especially if T.I. is in the audience. Why would you bring some things up like that, some allegations about that? It doesn't make sense to exactly. me.
1: Yeah, that's, so. not, that's not a jokey situation. That's where I'm at myself.
3: Right. It's, it's yeah.
1: just, you know,
3: there's certain things you just don't do.
1: Yeah.
3: Um. Yeah. Also in the news, um, Kenan Thompson and wife uh, Christina, Evelyn, they're splitting. Uh, they were together for 10 years. Oh, no. They got two children, three and seven, two girls, two baby girls. Uh, I don't know what happened with this. It just seemed like they didn't seem like a good match to me. That's just me. Um, but uh, they got two beautiful girls out the deal. Um, they were together for 15 because they dated about four and a half years before they got married, so... I don't know. Maybe homeboy, he's huh. too busy for, for family life. I'm not sure, you know, what happened with that. Um, also, congrats goes to Ashanti. She celebrates her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, looking sharp with her white power suit on, laying right beside Ashanti? her star. Ashanti? Don't, girl. Do her, she's doing her thing. <laughs> yeah, She is... uh the 2,718 star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's a lot of stars. Uh, uh, uh,
2: uh. Yeah. uh wait. Question. Uh uh-huh. huh. Hey, no shade. No shade to Ashanti, but how did she qualify for that star? Uh,
3: from what I've heard, you pay for those stars. Hey, a lot okay. not know that. You you paid I thought it was did. a
2: qualification thing. Okay, carry on.
3: Uh okay, not to my knowledge. You paying for that? Um, also, actress Sandra Bullock. She's gonna take a break from acting. She said, "I ain't got time for y'all right now. I got to take care of my two chillers, ten and twelve years okay. old." All right now, so um, it's it's a lot of a lot of Hollywood actors that are either retiring, leaving, taking a break. Um, Hollywood is just not what it used to be. So. Hmm. It is what it is. Um, and I believe everybody knows about Bruce Willis and his um diagnosis. He's retiring from acting himself. Um, and he has a a fascia, I believe I'm pronouncing it right, diagnosis. Um that may have resulted from says a stroke or some other um Things might have happened for him to get that But he was diagnosed with that And um, some memory loss as well So he's just going to retire He said, hey I guess I got enough money I'm going to retire so, uh, Wow Yeah God bless him Alright, that's my Hollywood wrap up Okay Wow A lot
2: of information A lot going on I'm sad about seeing them.
1: I'm, well. I'm sad about Will Smith, to be honest
3: with you. Oh, well, that too. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of messed himself up, but he's going through a lot. But
1: Oh, no, I'm not talking about just. I yeah. just think that time was excessive in my very, very excessive. I don't know what point they're oh, trying cool. to prove. But a woman that mm-hmm. just killed that boy where she used her gun instead of her taser. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: She got two years. She'll be out in a year and a half for killing wow. somebody, the cop. Wow. wow. Remember she said, taser, 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 yeah. and she fired the yeah. bullet. Right. Okay, they sent mm-hmm. her to a year and a half, uh, two years, and she'll mm-hmm. be out on good behavior in a year and a half, and you're going to restrict him from the Oscars for 10 years, and you're not going to mm. do nothing but Chris Rock for initiating it? I think there may be three at the most, and you should have gave Chris Rock a year. Mm -hmm. To teach Mm -hmm. both of them to shut their damn mouth and don't incite anything. Because nothing will happen in life without incitement. If my baby's mama don't start new shit at the club, I won't smack the bitch. Excuse Mm -hmm. the expression. But that's how it goes. Anyway.
2: Okay. All
1: right? Don't say nothing to me, baby's mama, and I won't smack you.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: It's that simple. And that takes us
2: down to the kiss it list. Anyway. Yes. Kiss it list. Starting with Papa Papaditi, can you tell us uh, what the kissing list is? Kissing list is
1: everybody show their ass and let's talk about the Hollywood Academy for for that excessive ten years. Man, you got some white folks don't even get that kind of prison time for doing the roughest shit. And then if I was Will Smith, I'd be like, fuck it, it's been white for fifty years. Mm. Now y'all got some black jokers in there. First thing I'm gonna do is throw us out. Shit. Please, they got this shit twisted. Yeah. Anyway, the Academy of... Uh, boom. Chris Rock put him on there because he started this shit. Uh, the person that... um, The comedian that made a joke to...
2: Oh, about T.I.? T.I.? Mm-hmm. Another situation.
1: Like I said yeah. about my baby's mama, you don't okay. start no crap, won't be no crap. Uh, okay, the gas
2: thieves that are all over the country stealing gas, riding it around recklessly... Uh, they're on the Kiss It list. The catalytic converted thieves. And yeah,
1: converted. They're on the Kiss It Before
2: list. Uh, I got one more thing. You.
1: You got people stealing tires, too. Oh, tire yeah. thieves. The
2: tire thieves.
1: Jacking up people's cars, stealing the two-back yeah. tires.
2: Oh, I forgot about the uh, carjacking. There's been a lot of carjacking. Car carjacking, oh, They're on the Kiss It list. Also, people that love our culture but don't love our people. They're on the Kiss
4: It list. Yeah.
2: Because I'm about mm-hmm. real tired of all these people that want to jack our culture. But don't want anything to do with us as a people. Uh, the mm. freaky glass and the bladder lady, she's on the kiss it list because she's a freak.
3: <laughs> for sure. I don't
2: know how you managed to use a, a glass
1: in, in some wrong. kind
2: of sex game. Some shit
1: went in one hole and one And how the hell you
2: got this thing in you for four years? What you forgot?
1: Shit fell I ain't
2: never heard <laughs> no stuff like that.
1: Shit fell in. Freaky. Oh.
2: Uh, Napleton dealership. That's that racist car dealership that got caught being a petty mm-hmm. racist and they got to pay $10 million.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Trump, all his cronies, the Republicans that voted against uh, Justice, soon to be Justice Brown. Yeah,
1: 47 of them.
2: Yeah, all of y'all. Y'all are some. <laughs> anyway.
3: 47. of the week.
2: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have anybody else? Oh, Kraft. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Kraft earlier. Robert Kraft. Kraft.
1: hmm
2: Yeah. Undercover freak.
1: Undercover they just swept freak. that thing <laughs> under the rug. W- <laughs> under the rug. Now the football player did the same shit, getting his happy ending, and now he's up mm-hmm. on all kind of stuff. But Kraft, is just, I ain't heard about him yet.
3: Nope.
2: But, yeah, it's, it's amazing how, you rug. know. Yeah, he got busted, and then all of a sudden, they didn't talk about it. Like Bruno. We don't talk about um, Crab. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, don't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. All, right. Talk about All right. don't All right. We got a special gift for everybody on this week's Kissing List. And kiss my entire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss
4: my Irish ass. This world, kiss my ass.
1: Kiss my ass. You can die. Just... All right, welcome back to the John Party Wing Host, Papa D. am here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Well, we're up against the clock. We're getting ready to get on out of here. It's All time right. for the last word, Papa Oh, uh,
1: My last word is just uh, fairness. Fairness across the board. You know, like I said, that thing was, was missed a bit much. Didn't like it too much anyway. You know, uh, one more thing, too. Just want to put out a public service message. Uh, Please, go to the house and get rid of those cardboard boxes, you know. Don't don't store stuff in cardboard boxes. It's not good. Got to get you some tubs, you know. Okay.
4: It's
1: not, the see-through tubs are very expensive, but even if you get regular tubs, the color type, you know, is at a good price. But they turn into real dust mites at the wild. Cardboard boxes are very dangerous at the wild. They just turn into a whole mess of bugs. Anyway.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, my last word is... Or these people that are undercover, low-key racist, just be honest about who you are. You know, that's all I'm saying. Just be honest. And it's not even just them. Everybody. Just be for real. That's my last word. Be for real. Kettle, what's your last word?
3: Um, make it short and sweet. I like what the caller said earlier. Um, Push to be black. I think we have to push upward and onward and uh, create some new leaders. And um just push forward to be black. I mean that that that's just that's a powerful statement. It says a lot. And uh people need to take things seriously. Um, so everything is of the essence. Everything is of the urgency right now. Um, I think um uh the Reverend said it. He used to talk about urgency, um uh Sharpton. Reverend Sharpton. We used to talk about that all the time. So uh, we need some new leaders. Of course, to be black. That's my last. All time. right. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we're out of time. We thank everybody for hanging out with us and calling in. Appreciate you all. We'll do it again mm-hmm. next week. Right here on the Pajama Party Show. Say good night, Papa Dee. Good night, everybody. Say good night, uh, good night. I also want to give a shout-out to Regina Hall. Talk
3: to her tonight. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh,
2: all right. Shout-out to hometown girl, Regina Hall. All right. All right. Uh, we're done. We're out. And we'll do it again next Friday night. Thanks, everybody. Peace.
0: Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock?
2: I yes so. I bid you farewell,
0: arrivederci, sayonara, and all that sort of shit.
4: Well, when you, I say when
1: you gotta go, you gotta go.
0: Well, good night.
1: I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night,
3: and good luck. Was well, it as good for you as it was for me?
1: Now give me a
0: kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Oh. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.
1: Thank you for attending our show, and
0: good night. Oh my God. Day. Grown and that day Growing up by day Good party Party cool people you summer party day day party Party cool people will you No clothes allowed.